Hello Trail Tailors, I'm Sean Roberts. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 9 of Trail Tales, a running podcast. Today's special guest is Eric Darcy, the race director from Five Peaks Race Series here in Ontario. Eric started out with the popular racing series in 2014 as a participant himself. In 2018, Eric started Crazy Cat Adventures with Polar Paws Winter Trail Runs. They operate Race the Cape, an ultra race in the province of Nova Scotia. Eric has also been coaching athletes since 2006. He is an NCCP trained coach as well as a certified cycling instructor. He enjoys working with every level of athlete from beginners to ultra endurance competitors. Today, Eric sits down with my co-host David Waters and they have a great discussion about Eric's personal running history as well as the challenges he faces in today's environment as a race director. They'll talk about how Five Peaks has adapted to social distancing guidelines as well as what they're doing in lieu of all the postponed races this year. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, Eric, uh, thanks for okay. joining. You're welcome. So this is Trail Tales. Thanks for having me, Dave. And this is where we talk about all kinds of crazy running stories and all kinds of fun stuff. So this is unedited. This is raw. This is me talking to my buddy, Eric Darcy, who is the race director of Five Peaks. And um, Eric, man, what is going on, my friend? Oh, so much going on. It's uh, it's definitely been an interesting season. And, you know, yeah, the season has uh, barely begun. COVID-19 has put a wrench in uh, everybody's, like, training plans, race plans, life plans. Uh, yeah, man, that's it's, it's been a little crazy out here. Oh, it has. I mean, you know, I, you know, I look at my training, you know, where my training was going and then where it's at now and... Yeah, and then uh, all the races. I mean, the uh, the five peak season's gone uh, has gone virtual. We're just uh, kind of putting the final details on that, uh, but that starts up in June. Um, you know, I've got um, uh, you know on top of the race directing I do, I also have athletes that I that I coach, and so it's been you know how do we how we you know what are we doing? <laughs> Actually, it seems to be the question from me or from them to me to like Eric, what are we doing? Like, well. <laughs> Yeah, every, I'll tell you, man, the competition next year. next year is going to be fierce. <laughs> it is. That's exactly, that's exactly, I was just having a conversation with somebody else um, uh, yesterday about that. And I said, I don't want to race next year. I'm afraid of every, all these people. People are going to be beasts. And I'm sitting here kind of, you know, how many more bonbons can I put in my mouth? Oh my gosh, man. Yeah. I, you know, I was, uh, I was all lined up to, to run a number of races this year, uh, including um, I was going to be running some some of the five peaks later on in the year, but uh, yeah, everything's kind of like you know, all right, let's let's kind of reevaluate my my training, let's evaluate what I actually want to achieve, and um, figure out what the next steps are. So, yeah, I'm I'm also in that camp, my friend. Actually, I just got back from a from a twenty k run, so yeah, yeah, nice trail run. Oh, so nice. So it was fun. Oh, oh! I'm so happy the parks are uh, kind of easing up a little bit. And uh, I was at uh, one of the parks yesterday, and I'm heading out there a couple times again this upcoming week. 
looking forward to hitting those trails again. Yeah, I, I believe everybody has. Desperately. I mean, today when I was on my way back, so I was looking at my watch. I'm like, oh man, I got, I have to, I have to run. Like, I have to haul, I have to haul myself out of this valley I'm in. I mean, it's a grind. It was like about a hundred and I don't know, probably about a hundred and something kind of meter um, out of where I was, and I had all this, all these tourists in front of me, and it's all single track, and I'm like. Oh, I gotta go! I gotta go! I gotta run! And they're all looking at me, and they're all like, some people are second language people, and some people have like got dogs and families. And I said, the "Heck with it!" And I literally went through the Boyne Valley, like literally running up the up the river to the riverbed, and then I made my way up onto the bank, and I just skipped everybody. Yep. I looked back and go, "Have a great day!" And I just kept running. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yeah, it's it is it's 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 crazy. Uh, I did a road run today, but I mean, even the sidewalks were getting busy um, well, down to where I had to go. I kind of throw you know threw an errand in there, and it's just like everybody is out. I mean, the weather's gorgeous now. It's, it's like, like July. It's, it's like July weather out here, man. It's it's it's. And then I heard a buddy of mine. He's downtown Toronto, and they're like, he's you know they've closed part of the Bayview Extension is closed. The Lakeshore is closed from certain certain areas and they're just leaving it open for people to to bike walk hike run whatever it is they want to do all the cars are not allowed to go on yep yep yeah there's um it's meant to be a pilot project because they're doing that on the lakeshore as well along the lake and um on sundays i don't know if it's for a full day or half day but they've actually i think it's great as well uh to open it up it's good i think it's awesome and then there's the people who are kind of going, sounds like a war on cars. But you know what, guys, man? Yeah, exactly. That's like, a whole other argument. You just get out of your car and start doing some exercise. Like, walk. There okay. Go. Sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. Okay, so, so Eric, yes. why, don't, why don't you take me back to what life was like before, uh, before you got into running? What was going on in your life? Kind of, you know, and then we'll work your way from the beginning and kind of down that process so before my current wonderful life uh i was probably about 40 pounds heavier smoker drinker um um went through you know a couple different breakups uh and um kind of got involved with uh started going to the gym started doing spin classes and fell in love with them where i was kind of doing like you know, it got to the point where I think I was doing like seven or eight classes a week, uh, plus other stuff. And um, I started teaching. Um, my friend, who is now my wife, uh, was an instructor. She says, you know, hey, start teaching. You know, you show up often enough. You know, why don't you get up to the front of the class and uh, tell people what to do? And that was really the start of me getting involved in um, I guess kind of beginning of cycling. And then I was, you know, there was running involved in there. So we're going back to 2004, 2005. And from there, just, you know, life blossomed. You know, I did my first 5K race in the, uh, was it uh, St. Patrick's Day, uh, 2005. And from there, it just kind of, it grew to 10Ks, half marathons. Uh, then I got into the wonderful world of triathlon. So, so what made you get into the gym in the first place? Um, 
Uh, what was it, what was the defining moment? There must have been a moment in there that all of a sudden you went, "I gotta go." Well, I like I said, I'd gone through a breakup. Um, I, through that breakup, I'd actually quit smoking. Um, you know, I'd uh, I had a friend in the hospital, um, and spending time in the cancer ward, you kind of makes you reassess life. And so I said, you know, screw this. Uh, I'm going to quit smoking. And so that was kind of my uh, Christmas present to myself. And uh, eventually just kind of like, okay, you know, I've, I got bored of being just sitting around on my ass. And my niece said, hey, come to the gym. You know, just come to the gym. So I did. And that, that was really the, the, the catalyst as to where I'm at now. And like I said, from there, I met my wife um who um, you know kind of chorused me and kind of said hey you know do, do that <laughs> you know please you know come spend more time at the gym you know go go running go cycling uh and then uh, eventually got into a, a group of people um who said hey you know why don't you take up triathlon learn to swim and then so we're talking like 2006 there and you know, I was absolutely loving running. Uh, I was a road runner. Hadn't really done anything on the trails, although I did a lot of being out on the trails. I'd spoken to some people who had done 50Ks, 100 milers, and I kind of went, oh, my God, that sounds so epic and cool. And, you know, you just bow down to to, uh, to them and kind of go, it's the most thing with Iron Man. So I just started hanging around. You know, some people would say they're a bad crowd, but, uh, you know, I'm going to say they're a pretty good crowd. <laughs> Um, and, uh, that's kind of, yeah. And, uh, life kind of evolved from there. Like I said, I mean, I started with five K's and I just did my first hundred K back in October, uh, happily hundred, which was an amazing experience with, uh, with friends. Well, yeah, we're definitely going to be diving. We're going to dive into that dive one. In, yeah. We're definitely going to be diving into that one. Um, so Okay, so you you started doing triathlons. How did you? Was there was there a, a a quick? I don't know. Before you got like you're doing triathlons. How long before you found the trail? So the trail, like I said, I mean, I always had a kind of a, a little uh, an interest in it. I thought, oh, you know, it's really kind of cool playing out in nature amongst the trees and because is like going back to childhood. You know, it's going to run and play with no thought process. Um, it's just kind of enjoy and having having fun. Um, my wife is a photographer and she said, hey, you know, I'm going to be shooting this race series, uh, which was Five Peaks. And she says, you know, why don't you come out? You know, it looks like it could be a fun thing for you. So, I, you know, I signed up, you know, a couple of days before and it's like, and then, uh, you know, gun goes off and I can, okay, you know, this will be fun. 500 meters in, I'm kind of going, okay, that's it. I'm giving up the road. There's nothing better than being on it. Um, so that was, you know, the trail running stuff. I blame on my wife because uh, <laughs> she's the one, she's the one who introduced me to it. And it's just it's been incredible. Like I said, within no word of a lie, within 500 meters, um, I can almost pick out the spot on the race course because I still run there frequently. Uh, that'd be Heart Lake, uh, which is in Brampton. And uh, they'll pick up the spot. This is it. This is my new, this is my new love. 
And so, um, and, and so what was it? Was it just nature that, that you just like went, wow, this is really cool. Or what, what was, cause there's always that moment. Cause I know what it's been like for me when I went from trail to road and the, the big thing for me was like, oh my gosh, this is like so much easier on my body. <laughs> yep. that, that's what it was for me. Well, it, was, it wasn't even that um, because when I throw myself into a race situation, especially short course, it's just like, you know, the heart's, you know, just almost ready at uh, the top of my throat and, uh, you know, and everything's burning and hurting and everything, everything's wonderful in that, uh, in that moment. But it's really, it was the community, um, the, the, the race director at that point, Aaron, you know, she'd kind of, you know, it, it made it just this wonderful place to show up where everybody was just super chill, um, you know, and it was, you had your, just like anything, I mean, you had your competitive people at the front um, and, you know, you, then you had backpack, whatever, and everybody in between, but everybody was very similar in the everybody just wanted to be out there have some fun um you know get away from the city play in the forest and that's what really kind of you know solidified it for me it's just like this is just like a really chill nobody's uptight nobody's sitting there kind of you know worrying about their heart rate or their pace um it's uh you know you're not it it was just such a chill environment so to me, that just spells community. Yeah. It just spells family. Yeah. Right. And that's that, yeah. that's Because, you know, I ran, um, what, which one did I run? In 2016, I ran uh, Albion. Yes. And uh, I was training to run my, uh, my Hamilton Marathon uh, in October. But um, my uh, uh, norm um was my kind of uh, coach at the time mm-hmm. and he said uh okay this is we're gonna i want you to do uh five peaks over at albion and i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> i didn't really know what you know but that was my very first and my only trail race that i did and i was like i man and it was like so yeah 2016 it was like 35 degrees out it was Yes, and I remember talking to you. Yeah, yeah. because we were sitting underneath the um, uh, the vestibule or whatever that. Yeah, I remember the conversation we were having about uh, trail races and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember um, when I finished the first loop, I was like, "Hell yeah, this is great." And then I had to mm-hmm. run up that run up the hill again to get back into the trails. And then I was like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, I got to do this again! <laughs> what did they What did they sign up for?" And um, that's when the trails really, really humbled me. And I was like, "I have a new appreciation for this." Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it, was it, it was hard. It was. I was. I was so spent at the end of that. People. People were like, I was lying on the ground and people were just coming up to me, giving me things. I was like, wow, <laughs> this is really cool. I hope you didn't spike it because I'd be like, out of my mind right now. Um, it was just, yeah, the trail, the trail community was just so awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it really is. And it's, it really is 
and you know the more I spend time in it, I'm you know we're already talking six years into this. It's um, you know it just keeps getting bigger and better. Um, not only just the the number of races that are out there now, but the just the, the community is growing and it seems to be pulling in road runners and triathletes and, and they're all kind of going, Whoa, this is really different. Uh, you know, very similar to what I kind of experienced where it's just extremely chill and it's just like so much fun. And, um, and so it's, it's, it's definitely, it's, it, it's, it's a good bug to catch. So I'll tell you the, one of the things that I really like about the trail is I don't, I'm not obsessed with looking at my watch to figure out what my splits are to make sure that I'm on pace. No, oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Because you, can, you, can, you can't, because every corner, every, every which way is a different hill, incline, decline, whatever it is. Your splits are never going to be the same. No. Ever. No. No, Never. it is the ultimate. So, it is the ultimate. Uh... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's the best way to describe it. It is. It's. It is a fartlet workout for however long you're out there. Yeah, absolutely, and that's uh, that's probably what I what I, why I like it so much. And you know, I, I guess with Strava, it's really cool because you can have all these segments on the, all the hills. Mm-hmm. And uh, or whatever, right? Because I've been setting up quite a few of them over in the Boyne Valley, um, and it's been really cool just to kind of see. Oh, I got faster today. Oh, you know, this person did. You know, I don't know. I just, I just the trail man is to me. I've really, really embraced it, especially this year. Um, now that I'm back, it's it's been pretty cool. Yep. So so okay. So you you migrate over into the trail. You become a participant. And you fall in love after the first 500 meters of running. How long, what, how, how long is it and what happens to you before you become the race director of Five Peaks? So 2014, I was a participant throughout the whole season. I signed up for the whole, I ended up signing up for every race. Um, and I, I then kind of, you know, I was talking to Aaron, who was the uh, who was the race director at that time, and I said, you know, what's, you know, tell me about your ambassador program. And I said, because this is like, this is this is my jam. I mean, this is my thing. I said, you know, how do I how do I kind of get into this? And so, you know, she, um, you know, I was fortunate. I was I made it to the um, to the ambassador team the following year, and I was in there for a couple of years. And you just, I, you know, I I just had a blast with it. Um, so I was doing that for a couple of years and then, um, my life changed in the way that I used to work full time. Well, let me rephrase that. Uh, I still work full time. I just work differently now. Uh, but I, I used to work in retail, um, in, um, in, in, um, what's it called sporting goods. And, but I was also coaching for a bunch of years. So I, I was coaching at that time. I was coaching uh, triathletes, runners, uh, swimmers, and I was trying to balance a full-time job plus mm, almost a full-time job of, of coaching as well. And as I said before, you know, my wife is extremely, um, you know, kind in the way that she just says, you know, if you can do it, if you can, if you can make coaching your full-time gig, go for it. So I said, perfect, handed in my notice, quit my full-time job and became a coach. 
Um, at that same time, I was kind of going, oh, you know, I'd like to be able to kind of put on, I was looking at putting on something, a, a race. And this kind of got back to Five Peaks. And they kind of flipped me a message and said, hey, so, you know, would you be interested in kind of joining us? Of co-race directing or race directing with us. And we're back. Oh, there we go. That's that's a good connection this time. Yeah. Yeah, much better. Yeah, I think it's better. Um, okay, so you they asked you to join. Yeah, so they asked me to join, and like I said, I mean, the timing was perfect, and it's, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's just been a perfect fit for me. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's allowed me to kind of do my, you know, do my coaching full-time, but it's also allowed me to do the, uh, the race directing. Time, you want to call it, I mean, you know, it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still working on it, uh, you know, you know, we're already talking 2021 and stuff like that. And so we're already kind of planning. So as soon as one race is done, the next one's already being planned for the following year. Uh, so it's, it's definitely a, it's, it's, it's a long, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a long-term kind of um, job type idea or fun. So one, yeah. One of the things I, I like about um, five peaks is like, you guys really have a full community with five peaks. Like everyone is so jacked up. Oh, big time. Yeah. I mean, there's, and, um, you know, we, we've got a lot of people and, and, and the, the people that do come in, like the community, it's, it's anybody who's getting into trail running, who's just getting into running. Uh, plus we have some amazing, uh, athletes that come in from the ultra community who come in and they do some shorter stuff for, for fun, for, for support, for speed training, for whatever reasons it is. So, I mean, it's the, the community is, is massive. It's, it really is a, uh, an eclectic uh, amount of people. So how much here, this is a question I've, I've always, always had. Um, but how like, obviously five peaks has grown, but like how many, how many people like sign up for these races now? Ontario, we're typically, 800 people per event. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a large group uh, uh, of participants who come out to the race. And so and, the, with, with five peaks, like, so this is just Ontario, but five peaks, there's other races across the, across Canada, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we have a series in, in BC. We have um, two in Alberta. So we have a, like an Edmonton and a Calgary. Ontario, and then we have a few races in uh, in Quebec as well. We have, I think, three races in Quebec. Wow, that's awesome! Now, here's a here's a, something that's always like, I've always had this this question: um, Is there any plan uh, to put on a longer distance at one of the five peaks? Sorry, I missed, part of, I missed part of the beginning on oh, that. Okay. I got the... Okay, no worries. Um, so question for you would be, um, have you guys thought about putting on a longer distance um, at one of the Five Peaks 
series. That's five, five, that's five peaks. So actually, I think it was the year that uh, that I met you. So 2016, see, 2016 or 2017, I can't remember. Uh, we put on the Albion Grind, which was a six-hour uh, multiple loop event. So that was, we had looked at doing that, and the, the feedback was great on it. It was, um, it just wasn't, uh, it just, it didn't have enough pull. And trying to combine it with the, uh, with the sport and the enduro and the half marathon uh, on the previous day, it just, it was going to be, it was going to be too chaotic. So um, we decided to kind of put a, you know, put it on the back burner until we could come up with a, either a different format, different, um, you know, different thought process for it. And I think, you know, we, there's, there's a number of amazing, um, you know, longer distance uh, events out there. And so it's kind of like, okay, what, what markets, you know, do we want to appeal to all markets or let's kind of just, you know, we all have our own markets. And so I think what we're going to do is we're going to probably just stick around the, 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 the short course, like the, the, you know, let's, let's call it to uh, the road equivalents of a 510. Um, those seem to be kind of, this seems to be a, a, a really good spot for us. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I, I'd say that uh, that would be good. I mean, well, you've got a good pull and <laughs> you're always going to be having those uh, people who want to go ahead and start running some of these, you know, like running their first trail race. And but then obviously you want they want to grow. So you've got the different levels of distances that they can grow to. And like you said, like what what market do you want to be in? Um, because like I said, you know, you got Jeff and Heather, they've got their longer distances um, and whatnot. So, you know, I guess you have to decide yeah, what, and, what you want to be. Exactly. And I think that's why we've kind of gone, you know, let's just put this on the back burner uh, unless something changes. Because you're right. I mean, you know, Jeff and Heather have got the stuff, Jody and Norm. I mean, there's there's only so many weekends available in in uh, in our area for races. And I find that the trail running community, we kind of sit there and kind of go, okay, who's got races on what weekends? Okay, what, you know, how can we do this so we don't start stepping on everybody's toes? Which is, I think, the best part um, of race directing trails in Ontario for sure is because we do kind of look out for one another. Um, you know, I, I do look at the calendar and sometimes it's just not possible. You know, it's like, okay, you know, there's so few weekends and, um, but you, you know, we really do try to stay away from other, uh, other trails, either areas like uh, conservation areas or trails uh, or trying to put on, trying to compete because it, it doesn't work for anybody. Yeah. I, I was thinking, you know, while I was running the Boyne Valley, I thought, you know, it would be great for a race to be in here. <laughs> there's so many feet there's so many feet of elevation gain i think i did like 600 meters in uh in 18k it was it was crazy but um but yeah there is no race so who knows maybe one day <laughs> and i'll go take a run up there and see what's going on <laughs> <laughs> well hey you know well you and i we can go run together I'll, i can show you some amazing amazing trails it's pretty good 
Um, okay, so let, so you become race director. You're doing this full time. You've got a lot of this going on. And what's happening to your running? Because being a race director is not a simple thing. Like there's, like your energy level, like on race day, is impeccable. I mean, you are jacked. You you're, you're just you're as if you're running the race for crying out loud. Like there's so much enthusiasm. That's what another thing I like about um, uh, the races. It's like you're so dialed in. You know people by name. Um, it's it's flipping cool. So if anyone's thinking about, you know, getting into trail running, um, seriously, Five Peaks in Ontario, Five Peaks in, in BC or wherever. But seriously, like this is a great, a great, great race to, you know, start, start your trail experience. Oh, it is. And I yeah. would say. Oh, for sure it is. It's, it is. It's because like I said, I mean, the community is there and, you know, there's everybody's, you know, everybody's got a everybody's got a very similar story in the way that, you know, we've all had to do our first race. You know, we've all had to kind of, we've all got that first. So there's so much experience and the, uh, the trail crew, uh, like the ambassadors that we have are awesome. Um, and they, they too, I mean, they're, some of them are new to trail. Some of them have been around the trails forever. Some of them are fast. Some of them are not as fast. I mean, we've all, abilities and um and strengths but everybody as part of the as part of the but you know the the community at large everybody's just like hey you know this is you know my friend's first race you know can you give him a shout out absolutely you know it's you know it, it's just a fantastic you know and that's another thing that i that i really like like you've really you've really fostered a healthy um caring community even in your facebook um group right you know i posted out a couple of my uh my videos that i was doing and yeah you gladly and you gladly accepted me in and to let me post some of the videos that i was doing for my youtube channel and like that's the type of thing that i find in the trail community like everyone just wants to help everybody (laughs) like I, i haven't run across somebody that that's being mean to me in the trail community. And I've, I, I've, I've had a couple, but it's, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but I, I typically find that they're road runners <laughs> and I'm going to get wasted <laughs> for this, but you know, <laughs> Hey, I, this I, is I, raw. This is unfiltered. I'm just, I'm I told just you what all trail runners are saying. Okay. You know, I, I'm going to be the voice of the trail runners that say that. Um, but no, it's, you know, it is true though. I mean, 99% and 99% of the people are awesome, like incredible, um, to, uh, to, to be with um, and the support is just epic. Um, you know, I, I joke about the road runners. I, you know, I, I still road road run, especially because our trails have been closed. So I have become a road runner again. Um, you know, I still do my triathlons, which are all on the road, but you know, there's a phenomenal community there as well. Um, I just like to tease the, uh, the road running and the triathlon community, but, uh, the, yeah, tra- the trail runners I, I, I agree with awesome. you. The trail runners are awesome. Yeah, they are. And that's, uh, and that's another reason why, you know, I've really, really enjoyed the, you know, my process going from the road, going, uh, over to the trail. I mean, some of the epic, uh, adventures I've done, 
uh, just not even knowing where I'm going on these trails, totally getting lost and going, this is epic. I'm, I'm, I have no idea where north, south, east, and west is right now at all. I'm so lost right now. And you don't care because so, it's all part of, it's yeah, all part yeah. of the adventure. That's exactly it. <laughs> it's like, you know, people say, well, I got, you know, I got lost. To, you know, I got lost. And it's just like, no, you didn't. You just went on a bigger adventure. It's just you just, you just got out there and enjoyed it a little bit more than uh, than you needed to. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, let's uh, let's dive in to you in terms of being able to manage your 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 training, your race directing. How do you how do you how do you balance that? Because that's that's a that's a heavy load. Um, I I've been pretty fortunate. Like I said, I mean, I don't have a full time job in the way that somewhere what's called nine to five Monday through Friday. So I've got, I've got the flexibility to put my training in where I need it. Hasn't always gone as well as it would like to have, uh, you know, when I, my lead up into uh, Havelina, would I've liked to have a couple more solid long runs? Absolutely. But you know, the, the four or five weeks leading up to it, I had three races that I was putting on, uh, literally back to back to back, um, two in Ontario and then uh, one in uh, in Nova Scotia. So you take what you can. You readjust. I, you know, I've I've <laughs> I've done a lot of readjusting of my uh, my uh, of my goals, um, and the attitude going into a race is a lot. It's not like okay, well, you know. Can we can we hit a podium or you know I'm going to hit it at this uh, you know I'm going to get the number of time. Uh, it's now a lot of times it's like, I'm just going to go out there and have a good time with this and whatever happens happens. And so it's just being an adjustment of attitude and adjustment of the goals. Yeah, I think uh, there's a lot to be kind of gleaned from that. Because we as runners in general, you know, we have a lot going on in our lives, right? Because, I mean, running is just, you know, a sport that, uh, that I do to, to keep healthy and keep my sanity and keep fitness and things like that. And, you know, just like I have a regular full-time job. Again, my hours are not 9 to 5. I'm a realtor, so I'm 7.24. But it's not like, you know, I have to be everywhere at a certain certain time, right? So I can kind of fit my my running in it you know, whenever as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but for, for a lot of folks who are nine to five or on shift work, I know that that can be a struggle trying to fit it in. Um, but I would say to people, look, if it's, if it's means a lot to you, you'll, you'll figure, you'll it figure out. out a yeah. way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, and, and so, I know that with my athletes, I mean, I've got athletes who are, um, you know, they're, they're frontline, they're in the hospitals there. So they're on shift work. They're, um, you know, in nine to five, where I've got um, I've got a variety of different athletes. And I go, how the heck do you manage? Um, you know, your marriage. You know, the the two or three kids, uh, the 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 job, the this, the the. You know, how do you manage life? And they're going like, I want this. You know, this is my goal. I'm gonna fit it in, and. A lot of times it's, you know, you've got that supportive, uh, that supportive household makes a, a huge difference where they say, you know, yeah, you know, leave the house at five o'clock in the morning and, uh, you know, we'll see you at seven o'clock for breakfast and then you can go off to work and, you know, we'll make, we'll make it work. 
So that's I think that's how I think uh, people in the in the uh, you know full time jobs and and shift and stuff like that. It's as you said, you know, if you want it, you'll you'll make it work. Yeah, and you know, there's so many times, you know, and again, I I forget about this too. But you go out, you're like, hey, I'm going to go for a trail run. You you don't really factor in getting all your stuff ready, mm-hmm. driving out to the trailhead, doing your run, finishing, and then driving home. And then you have to have a shower. You got to stretch. You got to eat. You got to like you, you don't factor in all that other time. No, for sure. <laughs> so yeah, there's always something. Right. Always something happening. Um, okay. So, so you have a race um, you, you mentioned over in Nova Scotia. Correct. What's so it called? Race the Cape. Um, it is a race. It's, a, it's an ultra. Uh, there's a 16, a 24, and a 48 Cape. And it is uh, through Cape Chinecto, which is about an hour and a half south of Moncton and about two, three hours north of Halifax. And it's right on the Bay of Fundy. So you're literally running the perimeter of this park and it is like the views because a lot of it is you're running along the edge of the Bay of Fundy. And it uh, it's hosted on the Thanksgiving weekend, Canadian Thanksgiving weekend, the Saturday. And it's been going on for the past three years this was meant to be year number four and uh unfortunately due to you know current uh situation i decided to postpone it to 2021 which is very sad um because it is it's it's in it's still in its infancy um and you know you, you just have that bit of momentum going and it's just like you gotta kind of you you, you gotta drop it uh it just didn't make sense let people do their training uh because it's not an easy course it's you know it's 48k but it's got 2500 meters of elevation so it's not a flat course at all and uh it just it wasn't fair to have people training for it and then kind of pull the plug you know last minute plus everything else yeah it wasn't worth it yeah, well, you got to do what's what's safe mm-hmm. for everybody, right? Yeah. So, it's not about it's not about the individual. It's about you know everybody yeah, else, exactly. right? And so you're you're doing your part, and as hard as it is, you know, and you were seeing this happen, you know, worldwide, right? UTMB is canceled, Western States is canceled, like Hard Rock's, I think, mm-hmm. canceled. Like, I mean, everything's being canceled. So, I mean, I know, you know, Jamil Curry. Um, you know, he's had to cancel quite a few of, you know, his races. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just, it is what it is and we're all doing what it is that we gotta, it is what what it is that we gotta do. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's gotta be tough for the racers, but it's also hugely uh, hard on race directors. I mean, because I mean, race directors, you guys don't make a whole lot on races. I mean, it's, 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 it's a challenge. Um, it is, you know, in terms trying to, to put, to, to, to do what it is. It's not like, you know, I don't know, man. It's just, it's so difficult. It is. I mean, you know, know, as you said, it's not, you know, I, I do this because I love it. You know, um, I will never become a millionaire off of it and I'm cool with that. You know, I just, I, I just enjoy putting on the events and just kind of people out and 
watching people, you know, challenge themselves, um, be it, you know, running a, you know, PB on a particular course or challenging a new distance or whatever it is. But I also like the, the fact that, you know, the, the race, the Cape, I mean, well, any of the, 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 the race in the Cape and, and I've got the, uh, and I've got another, uh, race, but, um, it, they, they've got, they, they've got charities associated with them. And I feel bad because, you know, you, you I, a lot of these races or these races, there, there's a charity aspect to it. And if the, if there's no race or there's not a lot of people who show up, there's not as much money for the, uh, for the, uh, for the charity. So that's, that, that's one part that, you know, kind of frustrates me as well is that, you know, because I can't put on a race, there's not that charity and help them out. Yeah, that's, then that's a sad part. That's, that's the thing I love about the, the running community is a lot of these races have a um, give back type of, uh, uh, function to them and uh those are imp- those are impacted too and and, and it's it's so hard yep. to see that happen um yeah it uh, yeah it's just terrible i i, I never like seeing uh that yeah. side of things but unfortunately that's kind of where we're at at the moment um so okay so let's dive into what's happening right now i've got a bunch of my buddies doing one of your crazy races right now <laughs> Yep. Um, so, uh, so uh, fill me in with, uh, with, uh, uh, your newest endeavor. So, um, I've got a, uh, another company, another race directing company called crazy cat adventures. And, uh, the current uh, event that we have going on is called the tail chaser. And it is a, I've set it up as a six, 12, 24 and 36 and a 48 hour, uh, challenge where you'll run 8K every three hours over the course of said duration. And uh, yeah, so yes, there are a bunch of people uh, out there running right now um, doing, you know, I think uh, there's a bunch of them doing 12 and 24 hours. Uh, so yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a fun event. It was kind of one of those... I'd had in the back of my mind and somebody flipped me a, a text message and said, Hey Eric, you know, what would be fun. And I was like, okay, perfect. And I literally set it up that day and kind of went, okay, how do I kind of put this whole thing together? And, um, literally within a couple of days, uh, I was launching it and it is, uh, it's obviously virtual. So you can do it from wherever you want. You can do, you know, if you had access to trails, great. If you have access to road, only, that's cool. Treadmill, whatever it is. And it's literally, you pick a time that you want to start running. And if you start at 6 a.m., your next run's going to be at 9 a.m. and then 12 and then whatever it goes on. And you run 8K. doesn't matter how fast or how slow you go. You can walk it, whatever it looks like. And, and away you go. Um, and it was, um, and this, uh, this particular one was uh, raising funds for the uh, Ecological Humane Society. So, a good portion of the uh, of the when is going to uh, is going to uh, EHS. Sweet. Yes. Sweet. Yeah, I've got two of my friends, uh, Derek and Kurt. Yep. Uh, they're they're doing the twenty four, mm-hmm. and uh, 
<laughs> Derek actually slept in a tent so he wouldn't wake his uh, wake his family up uh, nice in, in the morning before before I know eh like I was thinking about it. I'm like wow I don't even I gotta dig out where I don't even know where my tent is <laughs> that would be awesome right put it out in the backyard go you know wake up and you know, your wife can sleep in and relax, and there you are going out doing your run. I, I think yeah, I, I wasn't that nice. So I did the twenty-four hour uh, a couple of weeks ago for my birthday. It was my, you know, my birthday gift uh, to myself to go and punish myself for twenty-four hours. And we live in a condo. You know, I wasn't about to go set up a tent because I'm not a big camping guy. But you know, I also like my couch and my shower. So um, Derek is a much nicer person and, and a much better person than I am. And. Uh, and my wife will probably agree as well. But, you know, I tried to tiptoe around and be as quiet as I could. But, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. You, and, I mean, especially for him, man, I'd be wanting to take a shower every uh, every loop. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so, I mean, I, I just come, like I said, I just came back from my, from my trail run. And, you know, I'm doing a podcast with you. And I'm just like, I'm covered in mud. And I'm like, you know, I'm feeling great. great. This is awesome. Like I'm looking, looking forward to the shower though, <laughs> and uh, these and these guys they're running yeah. for twenty four hours. I mean, oh my gosh, and it's so stinking hot. Oh, it like is July weather, and uh, yeah, and they're running in this. So yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, you know, they both yeah, feel- no, and it's been it's been really cool to kind of see because we set up a Facebook page for it um, for the Tail Chaser, and it's been amazing to see the support from the different participants. And it doesn't matter whether they were running the six hour or the 48 hour. I mean, everybody's been getting the same amount of support. Uh, and it, that's, I think, been the, that's been for me the, big, the biggest, coolest uh, uh, thing to see throughout this. It's just like the, just the feedback everybody's urging. You know, people kind of going, oh my God, I've still got three loops to go. It's like, don't worry. Okay. It's, you know, it's like three loops. Just work at it one loop at a time. It's only eight kids. Don't think about it. But just, is that everybody's offering has just been incredible yeah it's uh it's nice when you have mm-hmm. that support um built in and i you know that's where we can utilize social media to kind of help fill a gap when we're we're not physically yep. there you know what i mean and uh i think it's been i think that's fina- you know fantastic um you know it's, it kind of reminds me of the other week um, I just actually uploaded the video uh, that I put together for mm-hmm. Ryan Flint uh, when he set the FKT on the Kissingbridge Trail. Um, yeah, it was just, I, like I said, I just finished the video. I uploaded it up uh, like um, around noon uh, before I went out for my run. And um, it was, I just, I was kind of reliving this moment. And, um, w- you know, we were there six, you know, everyone six feet apart. But he had no idea that anyone was going to show up. He had no, like nothing. And uh, I, we documented it and put together a video. And um, yeah, it's just, it's really cool to see uh, social media help in certain ways in races. Um, and, uh, you know, trying to be six yeah. feet apart. It's so, yeah. so hard. You know, it's, it's a small group of people, but yet it looks like there's a huge amount of people but you're so spread out so far away. It's, yep. uh, yeah. it's crazy, but yeah, it's been, it's been nice um, seeing the community uh, with tail chasers. Cause I, cause I, I'm in the group and I've been watching 
I haven't been brave enough to to uh, to, to, to tackle that you one. Got, you still got pull the trigger days. on that one. Yeah, I still got seven days. Seven days of punishment. <laughs> yeah, but have you seen the what the weather's going to be like for the no. next seven days? It's like nothing but downpours and <sighs> stinking hot <laughs> and oh, hail. Great. <laughs> Hey, so the apoc- the yeah, I know exactly. Again. Yes, yes, exactly. Isn't that just? Uh, we don't have spring in Canada. We just have we go we yeah. go from winter to summer. <laughs> so that's the way it goes. Um, so okay, so you've got your ultra over in Nova Scotia. You've got tail chasers. Um, your race director over at Five Peaks. What else you got going on? <laughs> um, I've got Polar Paws, which is uh, my winter trail running event. In February, um, that's another fundraiser for EHS. Uh, so that's a fun trail race. Uh, that's uh, we just had year number two. Uh, you know, a big uh, you know a big surge of participation on that one. Um, and the funny thing is, is people really love doing the twenty five k. And you know, it's you know minus fifteen, and people are kind of going, oh yeah, you know, great, I'll go do, I'll go run twenty five twenty five k. So. That's a fun one. Um, and then I've got a new one, which I'm just putting together, uh, which will actually not be running based. It will actually be cycling based. So my other love. Yes. Hmm. I've got to appeal to my other, you know, to my other side as well. You know, as, as a triathlete, I, you know, I still do swim. I still, you know, I still compete in, in triathlon and compete is a very loose term. I mean, I still show up at the start line and I still cross the finish line. Um, but um, it's, um, yeah, so it'll be a cycling-based event, and that will be in July. So that's, uh, that's going to be a fun one. It's called the, uh, the Pur de France. So, you know, as okay. you can tell, there is, there is a, um, uh, an animal titles. Um, because anybody who knows <laughs> Yeah, me, knows, obviously. Well, knows my wife and I, you know, we've got, we've got a few cats. Um, and, uh, but... Um, yeah, so it's uh, it's it, you know there's there's animal love there actually, and uh, so so yeah, so that'll be a fun event coming up. And apart from that, I think that is, uh, oh no, that's right. And I've just launched uh, tomorrow uh, will be the first episode of a new. I don't want to call it a, it's not a podcast because it's on video, um, but it's. We still haven't figured out what we're going to call it. You know, maybe a vodcast or something like that, or a video cast. Why uh, now? Stories. And the premise for that one is it's about, um, you know, typically we all have our why or our motivation to kind of get out of bed in the morning, you know, be it races, whatever it happens to be. But now with the state of the world, it's, you know, is your, is your why strong enough or, you know, do you have a new why? You know, what what's your new why? Is it, you know, getting out of the house, getting away from the family? You know, is that your new motivation? Whatever it is. So it's um, it'll be a series of stories uh, from different athletes, uh, from trail running, triathletes, OCR, different uh, different genres of, uh, of athletic abilities. That's awesome. You're going to have to send me the, the link to, uh, to all of this, and I'll put it in the show yeah. notes. And like I said, I mean, episode one, we just put a trailer at uh, fr- uh, Friday yesterday, and then uh, so Sunday morning, uh, it'll be live. But I will send you the link. Sweet. Yeah, that would be, uh, be awesome. Yeah, because we all have our reasons for, for doing the things that yep. we do. 
Um, so yeah, that'd be nice, yeah, it, uh, and I think it'd be great for for yeah, others to listen to um, and I'm watch. Doing it with um, uh, with friend uh, Lisa Sweetman, and uh, she's just like she's a bundle of energy as well, and uh, it's it, it, it's going to be fun. Okay, so I have I have I have something okay. for you to think about. Okay, and you don't need don't need to answer now, but this is a race idea. Okay, and it would speak to your triathletes. Mm -hmm. Okay, why not have a trail run, a mountain bike, and a swim in the trails? Yep. Right. And I have, and there's a, and there's a place uh, in Monocliffs where there's a lake. In there <laughs> um, is perfect to actually do a swim. I don't know. It's just you know, I've, I've <laughs> I'll just leave it. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> and uh, you know, I've done I've done my research. I've spoken to different parks. I've visited different parks uh, to look at doing this. And my ideal choice is not allowing uh, for what it is. You know, their location. Uh, just because you need the space and to be able to get the cyclists and the runners out without overlapping. Cause you know, last thing you want is a uh, cyclist taking out a runner, obviously, and then finding a lake attached to it. Monocliffs, eh? Hmm. Have to look into that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. MacArthur Lake is in there. Yeah. Cause I go for a swim in there when uh, I was doing a trail run with Ryan um, and a couple of our other TVT mm -hmm. uh, um, members. And we were running and uh, we got down the lake. We're like, yeah, let's go for a swim. So we went for a swim and uh, finished off and then hopped back on the trail finished and, the run. you know, nice. finished off. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, everybody can park down at the Mono Cliffs uh, Community Center, like or the Mono Community Center okay. um, down there. So, yeah, anyways, I mean, there's, there's adequate parking Right. And there's a lake in there. And if all your triathletes are all, like I said, you start off with a swim and then they get on their bike, you can kind of keep everyone kind of sectioned off. Um, yep. And then you can finish off with the run. Right. And I think, uh, I think that would be pretty epic because I don't think any, any area has there done anything is, like this. So there's, there's actually a series called the Xterra. Um, and there used to be one here at uh, Kelso. Uh, but then I think kind of things kind of changed and it sounds like he's re he's brought it back, uh, brought it back to life, but up in Sudbury, there's one up in Thunder Bay, but there's nothing local. And this is part of the reason I wanted to kind of look at putting something together. Cause I think it would be just a blast. Um, because I, you know, that's all three things that I love. You know, I love biking, I love trail running, uh, and the swimming as well. It's, uh, but yes, it's it's definitely kind of been on my radar. I just haven't been able to find that perfect place. And obviously, you know, this year I'm glad I never tried to set up anything. Well, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, well, exactly. And maybe one day uh, we can do a social distance run. And you can and, show uh, me. Exactly. I can, uh, can show right. you what I'm talking about. So does this mean yeah. we've got like two runs yeah, planned, that'd be, right? So that'd be cool. Boyne, and we're going to go to Mono. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Boyne. Yep, yeah. We got both. Yeah, and uh, the cool thing about them is, is they're very close to each other, <laughs> right? There's only a big, big perfect between the two. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, we all like run, like we all like hills. So, all right, now talking about hills, um, I wanna I wanna finish off 
and uh, you've been very grace, grace, graceful with your time. Um, I want to I want to talk about uh, you in terms of uh, your ultra. I mean, your two that you did. And the two are the bad thing, and <laughs> then the Havelina oh. one hundred. Okay, so maybe you can take me over to the bad thing because that kind of like started the longer distances. The bad for thing you, started my longer distance. Yeah. So, so when that we would start be in there, when was that? 2017, the first year of the bad thing. Um, so I did the inaugural and I did the second and two. And through, so through the Five Peaks Racing and uh, I discovered, you know, some wonderful, uh, a wonderful group of women called the Wild Bruce Chase. And uh, where they did, they, they set the FKT from the North Terminus down to the South Terminus uh, along the Bruce Trail. And I did a couple segments of uh, support, but that's where I, where I really discovered the Bruce and kind of started discovering longer distances. Um, and so I spent a lot of time there and I kind of went, oh, well, you know, I want to go and find something. I want to go run a 50K. And my wife's like, oh, thank goodness. You know, he's going to be out of the house even more. Um, I don't have to deal with him. <laughs> and uh, so... The bad thing came up and it was just like, okay, that's kind of cool. And so I signed up and I went out. It's, um, oh, where does it start? It's, um, I don't want, it's not Tobermory, um, Godridge. Yep. No, Godridge. There we yeah, go. It starts at Godridge yes. and goes to Albert. And, uh, okay, point to point. And it has actually got a half decent amount of elevation. I think it's got to be about 1700. Um, I think 1,700 meters of elevation. And it, that's really good. For Ontario, know, that's good. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just uh, yeah. it's like the uh, the falling waters where they've got 15 or 1,600 meters uh, of elevation, which is, again, that's pretty solid. Um, it's hard to find that sort of elevation uh, down farther south. So it's nice. But, um, yeah, it was, um, it was quite the experience. Um it was an eye opener as to you really do have to train a fair amount more than you think you do. <laughs> um, you know, and hills, you know, the hills at the, for the first 25 K don't feel bad. It's the hills in the second 25. Even if they're smaller, they feel bigger. So, uh, you know, nutrition becomes a whole thing. Um, you know, I found like, training up to 30k that sort of thing it's you know kind of i don't want to say fake it but you know it's it, it's easier to manage uh 30k be it on the road or on the trail it's that second 20k kind of uh, rounded where things kind of everything from the that you should be doing in the first 30k if you did it right the next 20k feels good uh, if you don't nail it, it, it'll come back and bite you in the ass. So I had a little bit of biting the, uh, in the rear end uh, for that, uh, that last 20K. Uh, but it was incredible. You know, you got to the finish line, super well uh, organized uh, event put on by the uh, Race Huron team. And uh, it was just, it was small, but it was, as we've you know mentioned many times, I mean, the trail community is just, they're, they're they're uh, they're warm. They're welcoming. They're just an amazing uh, amazing group of people, 
And I mean, you know, race Huron did an amazing job with it. Uh, and because the finish line was great, you had good food. Uh, they, you know, they made sure that you were taken care of. So, but yeah, it was, uh, it was an incredible experience. Yeah. Did you see any uh, the remnants of the tornado that came through that, down in like Ben Miller? Area? I want to say that I didn't see. Shoot, I want to say that the first year, because wasn't the tornado? I think it was in two thousand fifteen or sixteen or so, some like or one of those years. Maybe it was in between, or maybe I think I saw. I don't know. It's hard to. Nope, I'm thinking of a different race. Sorry. So yes, you did see. <laughs> I ran a tw- I ran two years, and I remember the court. Being- <laughs> um, and because they had actually done some cleanup on the trails and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, you did see a little bit of um, you know a little bit of the destruction, uh, a couple spots, which you know you saw the trees, you know, big rooted trees knocked down. Uh, not that you necessarily have to scramble above them, but or around them, but you know you definitely saw. Um, you, you definitely saw some some remnants of that. Just... Yeah, I've actually run a couple of uh, a couple of um, I don't know a couple of kilometers of it, um, and uh, yeah, I mean it's it's it can be very very gnarly, and they're still <laughs> rebuilding after that tornado came through in in the downtown even today, like it's crazy. But anyways, I, I digress a little bit. Um, but yeah, man, that's yeah if. So you get to the end. Like, did you think, like, what the heck did I just do? Um, I, I actually, I, I was thinking that at the start line as well. Um, you know, you're dropped off at 6 a.m. Uh, you, you go to the finish line, you park your car, they throw you in a, in a uh, you know, bring you to the start line. And it's all pitch dark and it's the end of October and it's kind of cold and dreary. And, you know, you get to the start line, it's just like, ugh. Um, but you know, then the sun comes up and life is beautiful until 30 K kicks in for me. And then the wheels start falling. But, um, it was the, I did, you get to the end. It's just like, Holy crow. That was just, you know, I didn't do it, but it was just like, you've always got that little bit of a dead in the back of your mind kind of going, Holy crow. That's uh, you know, it's, it was a big challenge. And, uh, but you know, I got to the, it's like, that was really move um i will not be able to move for about four or five days uh but you know where do i sign up for my next one uh so yeah it was um but it was it was it was a ton of fun it's just and it's you just kind of get there and you're just gonna wow that was that was something really cool you know you meet incredible people throughout so 50 so yeah, absolutely. And yep. that was your first 50K <laughs> trail race. Okay. So <laughs> what made you make the dumb decision <laughs> to go ahead and do a 100K? <laughs> that involved more with friends last. So, I mean, 100K has always been on the back of my mind, like I said. I mean, the same with the 100 miler. Um, I am a little more gun shy, you know, a little, you know, a little shy to kind of pull the trigger on the, on the 100 miler. Um, it it is in the plans for sometime in the future, and uh, but for the uh, a friend of mine, uh, Chantel, uh, the um, currently the female record holder, I think, on FKT for the Bruce, but she was trying to set an FKT on the Avon Trail last uh, July, 
and I went out to support her with another friend, Mel. And I kind of hanging around those two, you sit there and you kind of go, yeah, it's not that bad. You know, I, you know, I, I just kind of ran alongside for uh, X number of kilometers. Yeah. What's another, what's another, whatever it is, 70 or 60 kilometers. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> and uh, then it became the, Hey, Eric, are you going to sign up? I'm doing this event. I'm doing that. And it's just like, fine. So my wife said, you know, whatever, again, more time away from me is, is perfect. All joking aside, we do actually have a very good marriage, but you know, <laughs> but it's because I do spend so much time. <laughs> yes, we everybody. We love Sue. you, Sue. You know, we really do. <laughs> she is. Sue's awesome, man. She she is so cool, and she man, the photos that she takes are like the super best. <laughs> You're so amazing. So it's, oh uh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm very fortunate uh, to uh, to have her in my life because uh, she is extremely supportive, and she's going like, you know. As long as you don't get injured, you don't break down, don't get whiny. Um, uh, you know when when the when the training gets tough. So there's, yeah. Uh, so, so I hit the sweet ultra sign up button uh, for Havelina 100K. Um, I knew other people going down, so uh, no common friends. Uh, so Jody and Norm. Uh, Jody was running her first 100K as well. Um, Victoria and Wade. Uh, there's Mel was running the 100 miler. So I knew enough people going down there. I was like, okay, well, it'll be kind of a fun weekend away. And, uh, and those don't know is uh, just outside of Phoenix. And the nice thing is it's not a course. It's not a very technical course, um, but it's a great course. It's uh, you're out in the desert and the start line is just incredible. Um, it is just like you know, it, 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 the it's, it's like walking in um, into a, a into a nightclub or like a disco, you know, lights are flashing, the music is pounding. Uh, the race director and I blanking on her name. Um, it's one of Jamil's races, but uh, she does the actual race directing for that one. Blanking on her name. She's got, yeah, she's got a big personality. Yeah, I forget but, her name um, too. You know, she just sounds like that person that, yes. like, um, you know, I, I think she. It sounds like she spent a lot of time in the in, in the uh, in the clubs and stuff like that because she's just got that sort of energy, and the music was pumping. And it's just like it's just it was so cool to see. Um, and again, just like a lot of trail races, you you've got elites, um, uh, runner. Um, You've got uh, and then um, oh darn, yes, yeah, Casey, yeah, I believe Casey Limbaugh was was there. Yeah, because yeah, um, she won. Yeah, because she won. Even um, of ultras, Gord, uh, Gordy, um, yes, he was there. Gordy, and so it was just yeah. I mean, it's just like that man's a legend. So it's it was just a very cool environment. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I mean, you've got him there, you've got Casey, you've got, um, you know, I met a guy the day after and he was wearing a buckle. I said, oh, you know, how'd, how'd the race go for you? He says, you know, it was good. He says, you know, I said, that's, I said, you always wear your buckle. He says, yeah, you know, I put it on at the beginning of October and I always keep it on uh, until race day. It's like my good luck charm. I said, oh, that's really cool. He says, what'd you do? He did the 100 miler. Great. Nice. Finished off our elevator chat. You know, a couple hours later, it's like, Oh shoot! That's the guy who won the race. 
<laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> a little now. But uh, yeah, so but you know, it just kind of speaks to to the uh, to the elites of the. Uh, they're very chill. Don't kind of sit there and you know big entourage of people kind of like, hey, you know, do you not know who this man is? <laughs> so, which is good because I really don't know a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I, Kind of like, how do you not know who this person is or that person has been in a world of sports? So I, I never kind of really sat there people and kind of went, I love the sport. I want to go and do the sport. I don't necessarily need to know who's in the sport. So, but um, all this to kind of go back to the uh, to the race. And so like said, the beginning was just epic. Um, and you just, you're so pumped. And you've just got to be careful. <laughs> Cause you've got all this energy and it's like, Oh, this is feeling great. I'll look at all these happy people. And, oh my gosh, look at the views and this and that. And, um, and then you, uh, you know, then you kind of get away from all that and you've done one loop of 33 K and then you say, okay, oh, yeah, okay, that was fun. Yeah. That's a good time. And it's like, okay, well, I've got my next 32 or 33 K loop. And winter time it's uh it's it's summer it's it's uh what are we like 80 80 90 degrees uh fahrenheit not celsius because that would be a little too hot but uh it was uh it was toasty and there's no protection so by the end of loop two i was kind of starting to get a little bit uh not hallucinating or anything like that but it was i felt the effects of the sun and uh and so you kind of get it's like oh man i've still got one loop to go uh, but it's, you know, I, I was fortunate, you know, I had, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, the Canadian team, uh, welcomed me into their tent, uh, i.e., you know, Norm and, uh, and, and Jody and, uh, Wade was Norm there. And, Jody. And, uh, and so Victoria was running with Steve. Victoria was running and didn't know, did, no, did, did, yeah, yeah. Did no, you see them no, when you, because, when you were out no, on, because they did the doing miler, your loops? Did you ever run into them before? And so oh, okay. I never saw them uh, okay. at any time just because it's uh, what they call a washing machine uh, loop. So you'll go out clockwise first loops, counterclockwise second loop and back and forth until you're done. And uh, so I never I never got to see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Mel uh, at one point, uh, but that was about it. But uh, so, yeah, two and I'm kind of going, I'm sitting there kind of going, oh, my God, this is. Now I'm now I'm feeling it, the heat, but you know, Norm was kind enough to kind of kick my ass back out the tent and said bye. He says I, you know, uh, yeah. He's like, <laughs> that's like, t- that's a total Norm thing to do. To you. you know, you just gonna move along. It's just like, love you too, Norm. You're not gonna get a hug. No, no. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I'm saving that for Jody. So, um, I uh, exactly. Get out there and run. Yes. You came so down here to run. Out Go out and run. And um, <laughs> fortunately, that was probably around six o'clock at night. So the sun was starting to set. It was getting a little bit cooler. And so it was a little bit more manageable. And for me, I was kind of got to that point. So I was like, okay, you know, I've got 30K left. And it's like, you know, how many times have I run 30K, you know? And uh, so playing that, you know, really kind of had to spin the, uh, the, mental pos- the, the mental side and really kind of go, you know what, this isn't that bad. You know, I still end up to do this. 
And I've got one loop left, which is, you know, another 32K, you know, and as I'm kind of going through this, it's like, okay, I'm at 29K, 28K, 27. Uh, so, and the night kind of hit and, you know, it was kind of like, okay, like I want to get this thing over and done with. I had enough food in me. I was feeling hydrated. I was feeling pretty good. I wasn't moving fast, but I was feeling pretty good. And the other wonderful thing about that race is they've got a nighttime one. Um, uh, it's like a Halloween party where people get dressed up. They've got their glow sticks and they go and run one loop. And uh, so you had this fresh energy on the trail with all these people, their their glow sticks and everybody's having a hooting and hollering time. And so I was able to kind of feed off that energy and just run with some people for a while, which is great. Uh, especially when you start hearing coyote, uh, coyote noises, it's like, okay, as long as I'm not the slowest one, I'm good to go. So, uh, yeah. So, and in the halfway point on the course, they've actually set up a, uh, a disco. So there was actually like a, a disco ball. There was light show, you know, the pounding music and it was, people were actually out there dancing. Um, I saw Catra uh, who, you know, hanging out and, and, and dancing and one of those kind of he's just like oh that's really cool that's Castro Corvette uh, so energy and you know got through the through the race but the funny thing is is through the I would get into an aid station and I'm not the quickest through aid stations I take my time I'm never in a rush but every time I got into one Jody would be right behind me and she'd be pulling in and she's like, you know, the first few is just kind of like, you know, Haha, I see you here again. But by the time we got into the night loops, it's like, let's go, Eric, get your ass. Because we hit every aid station. Um, you know, I'd be going, I'd be just on my way out. She'd be just coming in. And uh, she's like, come on, Eric, you know, we got a couple aid stations to go. Norm at that time. And so that kind of, again, that really fueled me to kind of go, okay. You know, let's get this thing over and done with. Uh, and uh, get to the last aid station. I had sand in my shoe. I've got five miles to go. I'm dumping sand out of my shoe. I'm sitting down, dumping sand out of my shoe, trying to shove some food in my. So it's like, okay, I've got five miles. Up. I can crank this thing out. And Jody runs in behind me, and she's like, "What the heck are you doing, sitting down? I don't care about the sand in your shoe. Get your ass out there. Come on, just move your fucking ass." Uh, it's- <laughs> uh, and so and I love it. That's to awesome. It She's like, "What are you?" Saying? You know, I, I, I was joking uh, when I was doing my my version of the tail chaser, or my uh, my twenty four hours a couple of weeks ago. I texted her. I said, "I found sand in my shoe," and I thought about you. She's like, "And you probably freaking stopped, didn't you?" So it was um, as an true. experience. And then you cross the finish line. It's just like, oh my "God, I can't believe I did that." You know, I thought I hated fifty k's. You know. This is, you know, this is even worse. Uh, and I did, you know. And I was going to go down <laughs> yeah, we'll probably do it again. Again, because of everything I postponing kind of doing it. I was taking my, uh, I was taking my cousin down with me to uh, to do this, uh, to do a uh, to do a race with him, and uh, so he could do his first hundred k, and I was going to do my first one. You know, I was going to run the hundred k with him. Uh, but you know, we decided to come, we're going to postpone it until twenty twenty one. Uh, but Havelina's is definitely on my on my uh, on my list to do it again. It was just yeah. 
Oh, that's awesome. Now, did, did you did you have any of uh, Jamil's? Um, uh, I don't know whether it's his personally, but I did have pizza. <laughs> I don't know if you really wanted me to go and take his pizza, but yes, I did <laughs> yeah, have the, he's, um, he, cause he, cause he, uh, um, I had that on course. Um, and then the I had bro- it, um, they had yeah. the, they had the uh, the start finish um, yeah. the 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 main aid station the main area uh, they had some there and they had some out in the at one yeah. of the other aid stations so yes I definitely enjoyed it best pizza it's the best trail food perfect there you go <laughs> oh, it's big yeah <laughs> yeah it. so I'm really just trying to get to oh, go again so, yes I mean it is one wow. of those races you. you not a huge amount of elevation, like I said. I think I, over 100k. There was maybe was it 1200? It wasn't a huge amount. Oh yeah. Oh that, yeah. It was, that, that's doable. It's it's the heat. Yeah, it's the it's heat. Definitely that, the heat. I mean, the, the, the hills were never anything that you know. I I sat there and went, oh my god, I can't put another step forward. It was just like okay, you know, it's a, it's a bump. It's a, it's a, it's a nothing, and the trails were never technical. I mean, there was a couple of rocky sections where, similar to uh, the bad thing, or you know, if you were doing the beef, where you have some rocky sections where it's, you know, kind of footing's a little bit off. You just need to be a little bit careful. But it was nothing, nothing that I would say. You know, I would tell anybody. You know, you've really got to be, you know, you've got to be really careful. You've got to be, you know, you've got to be so well trained. It's, it's one of those races. It's just like. It's perfect for the first timer. It's perfect for the uh, for the racer, for the first place guy uh, or woman. It's 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 the it's a perfect setup for a race. The support is incredible. Like the aid stations, wow! You know they've got twenty people, twenty volunteers at least per aid station, and it's this big tent city. It's just incredible. So. <laughs> Wow, you know what? You're like an ambassador for their race now. There you go. Like, oh, it is. It was, it was enthusiasm that, that comes out, right? When a race, yeah. when, when a race is well put together, um, people mm-hmm. want to talk about it, right? It's like the coyote, the coyote yep. that Jody and Norm put on. It's an amazing race. Oh my gosh! Like I volunteered at that many times, and um, yeah, yep. it's just a great, great, great uh, race. Well put on. So, yeah, when you can go away do a race and then take what you've learned from that race, bring it back and go, mm-hmm. how do we do that here? <laughs> you and know what I mean? Exactly like it's what I was kind of going through in my head. I was going like, I mean, how do you recreate? Um, and I'm yeah, on the Canadian trail running community. It's uh, because it is incredible, but I think the experience race on in October, uh, um, and it's still warm and the chances of it raining are slim to none, you know, that makes a big difference. But I think the, it's got a much bigger community uh, in the States and especially Arizona uh, where it's, you know, it's hugely prevalent there, the, uh, the trail running community. Uh, So it's, you know, to get 1500 people to, to, to an ultra would be, I, I'd never seen that before. Yeah, but I, you know that the when you when you have you know the U.S. as yep. big as it is, uh, yep. there's just more people, right? So there's more area. Now, okay, so here's uh, here's I just mm-hmm. want to like kind of 
Sorry. Uh, kind of wrap this up here. We've been going for quite some time. Um, no, no, no. It's good. Like, what happens when we both get talking? I only got 4% So I'll say my, my, I'll battery, say my goodbyes so. now in case so you don't think I'm rude. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully everyone's kind of... No, it's all good. It's all good. What I wanted uh, to know, or I wanted you to actually post it or talk about just to get out there is how can people find you? Oh, gosh. Right? I mean, in the you can social find me, world. Uh, how, what's uh, the best way for people to you connect? Know, I've with got you? Twitter, but I really don't use it. Uh, kind of check in there for the news. Of it. Um, but, you know, definitely easily find, you know, I can be found on Facebook uh, through either my personal page, uh, through Crazy Cat Adventures, through Limitless Coaching. Uh, you know, you can kind of see me posting on Five Peaks Ontario page. Um, so definitely Facebook's a place. Instagram's the other one. Uh, at at uh, Crazy Cat Adventures. And, um, there's probably a hyphen there somewhere. But uh, yeah, those are probably the easiest ways to kind of find me. Um, you know, do I post uh, epic, incredible pictures Perfect. all the time? Not necessarily. Uh, if you know, you know, you want to be my friend on Facebook, you know, you'll find lots of cat pictures. You'll find uh, lots of uh, talking. <laughs> yes, I can. I, yeah, I, I can vouch that's for that. Interesting person on social media. You know, I'm more of a. You know, I think I'm at that age. Oh man, a little bit more interesting in person uh, than uh, than on social media. I definitely don't have the savvy that some people do, but um, but yeah. Yeah, it's uh, each platform's kind of got their own, their own, their own purpose. Exactly. Everyone just needs to come out and run a five peaks, and then they'll see your enthusiasm. (laughs) That's awesome, Eric. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it for joining us for another episode on Trail. It's a nice surprise. Um, Everybody, that yeah, you're welcome, man. You're welcome. Yeah, there you have it. I'll be meaning to reach out to you to, to get you on because, like I said, I've been wanting to, to kind of dive in and, and know a little bit about your exactly. story, um, which I now know. And everyone else does too. So listen, everyone, <laughs> thank you very much for joining us on uh, Trail Tales. Uh, sorry, my, my co-host, Sean Roberts, wasn't able to be here. He's working today. Um, but uh, all the best in, in everyone else's training. And um, until next time, everyone, run wild. Okay. All right, bye. Dave, Sean, how's it going, dude? It's good, man. Just uh, just finished up uh, hearing your interview with Eric Darcy. Good interview, buddy. Thanks, man. <laughs> I gotta say, you've been getting some good good guests on the show lately. Oh, just wait. Keep <laughs> it up. Just wait. I've got I've got a couple of other ones coming on. <laughs> That's awesome. You yeah. know, listening listening to uh, Eric speak, he's uh, he seems really invested not only in his events. Uh, and races that he he directs, but but in the people that come out to participate in them, I think he takes a, a real genuine vested interest in in everybody that comes out to the races. That's that's that was great to hear. Yeah, he has a, a caring heart, and he uh, he has invested a lot uh, personally, uh, emotionally, energy, the whole thing. Like he, he's in this because he loves what he does, right? And when you love what you do. It's not work, right? That's Absolutely. The way, that's the way I see it. Yeah, and I think that came through in, in your uh, conversation with him. So, 
So great, great episode. It was, it was uh, a little choppy at times, but that's kind of out of our control, right? When we're doing a podcast for free and uh, we don't have the greatest uh, equipment. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. That's, I like, mean... that's just the nature of it. Right. But you had said, you know, the show is raw. It's, it's really unedited and it is what it is, you know, and every once in a while we'll have a show that's, that's a little choppy. Yeah. And you know, these things are out of like Sean said, like it's totally out of, you know, our hands. Um, yeah. You know, we do this because we love to do it. You know, we don't make any money at this. That's, I mean, Sean and I are literally doing this because we like to do it. And, you know, we, we learn a lot about the sport by doing these interviews. I mean, I've learned an immense amount. And uh, Eric, he's, he's a wealth of information, that guy. Oh, yeah, he's got, he's, he's got a lot of experience. Um, and from that, you're going you're gonna to gain lots of information. He seems more than willing to kind of to kind of pass that on and you know just to to double up on your point you know we do this because we we love doing it and we love running and this is like an extension of our running right when we're not running we like to talk about running (laughs) and and, and interact with other people absolutely and uh eric said what did eric say (laughs) eric said he would come up and run in the Boyne Valley and uh, scouted out with, uh, scouted out with me and uh, maybe we can persuade him to put on an event there. You know, when I heard that actually you guys talking about that show, that actually got me quite excited. That was, that was pretty cool. And the prospects of that would be great. I think it's, it's an awesome location there. Um, you know, it would definitely be, be a challenging and technical uh, course at some, some point. So yeah, that would be really cool, man. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, maybe you can join us. That would be awesome. Oh, I would, I would love that, man. Um, speaking of, of joining, um, I have a few more days left in my set, and then I'll be home for, for a decent stretch. So I'm hoping that we can get together uh, for a run on the trails and maybe maybe record a show. It is uh, Today is June 1st, and um, that means for me it's the beginning of my uh, run streak that I'm doing with the Coach Jeff Podcast Tribe. So it's the run for the sun. So I got my uh, three-kilometer run in this morning before work and uh, hopefully to get some longer runs in on my days off. And maybe, like I said, we can get together and uh, go for a little run in the trails. Yeah, that will be awesome. How, um, how long are you doing your, your stretch for? Well, I'm, I'm probably not going to extend it past June. I know last year I extended it to 100 days. I didn't know when I would stop, but once I got to 100 days, I figured that was a good number to stop it at. So I've contemplated extending it this year and maybe going farther than I did that year. But I just don't know. I'm undecided. So as it stands right now, it's just for the 30 days. Okay. Well, I've got 30 days under my belt already. So (laughs) good to go. So you can keep going then make it 60. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Just, just keep on going. Well, yeah, here's the thing though. Like I've got tempo days on Tuesdays. So we'll, uh, we'll see how that all kind of, yeah, it's, those days are a bit tougher. You might need some recovery. Yeah, well, I find that the next day, I mean, you know, I do do the recovery, but, uh, you know, being kind of nice to, to kind of take a day off. But I'm really enjoying the runs right now. Like, That's great. I've, I, you know, again, you know, running slow is, is, has really made me appreciate, um, just appreciate running. Now, here's the thing, Sean. Just so you know, um, I found a really cool way to run and connect into 
the Boyne Valley. Uh, remember how last time we went, uh, we can, uh, you know, we connected in, we ran from your place and we ran all the way there. Yeah. Well, I found a, a Southern connection point that takes us into the same spot. No kidding. Yeah. And it's, and there's a, a full dead end road. That's like a full on kilometer. Um, no people. You got the park on one side, some farms on the other side. And, uh, then it just takes you down in the valley. It's just amazing. That sounds pretty cool, man. We'll have to check that out for sure. For sure. Yeah. Like you'll have to take a look at, uh, I think it was, I think it was on the weekend. I don't, or last week sometime when I, when I did it, but anyways, it's a, it's a good run. It, uh, it was 25 kilometers for the day. I think. Yeah. It was a 25 kilometer because I ran from the end of my street all the way there did like a, a loop around and then came back. However, if we wanted, you can, I mean, I'm not saying if we wanted to, but I'm just saying there's also like a 30 K uh, in there that we could kind of uh, an additional five to add to the 25. So anyways, there's uh, some cool, interesting things that we can do. Uh, you know, and the, and the coolest part about that, I think is you have access to all of that from your front door. Like that's, that blows my mind. I think I think we live in one of the best running areas in the province. You know? I, I would have to say so. I mean, I was also looking. You could actually, I mean, we could run from town and connect into the Boyne Valley and literally run all the way down to like Caledon Village, like all the way down to Ballinfad, like all the way. I mean, it'd be a hundred, be a hundred kilometer run, but you could do it. Like all within trails, a couple of road sections here and there, but uh, yep. for the most part, I mean, it's just flipping awesome. Oh, that's incredible, man! That's incredible. Yeah, we we do live in a really blessed and cool area. I'll tell you, yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah, well, it is exciting to see what kind of stuff we can come up with, and what kind of crazy events we can we can come up with and go through, right? So, yeah, absolutely. So, anyways, we'll we'll see uh, we'll see what the future holds, and. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really super excited for what uh, Eric's got coming down the pipe with a lot of uh, his other races and his, you know, tail chasers uh, seems to be kind of cool too. I was contemplating doing that on the weekend, but uh, I don't know if I'm there yet. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. But those those ideas sound right up our alley. I like them a lot, and uh, hopefully you can get them back on the show, and uh, we can get a better uh, quality recording out of it. But we can get some updates on how those those events are going as well. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely it would. Very cool. Yeah, Dave, well, listen, I know we got to keep this short. You're short on time and battery life, I suspect. And uh, so we'll just put this out there. If anybody listening uh, wants to get in touch with us, feel free to send us an email, uh, trailtalesarp at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram as well, trail underscore tails underscore ARP is our username there. And uh, until next time, everybody, run wild. Thanks for listening. Run wild. Have fun, everyone. Bye for now. Bye.